listening to Advice Live with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Oh, hello. This is Roy Masters. I do hope that you enjoyed the program on sexuality. And it wasn't only sexuality. It's how we suck the life out of each other. I have a good mind to continue it. But a friend of mine who's been in the mafia <laughs> all these years, many, many, many years, I helped save his life. He couldn't believe what I was saying about men and women and how they blood suck each other. And it, it's not what it sounds like. Because everything, everything you do to relieve the anxiety which is following you all the way to the grave. And I'll tell you that what that is if you want to call me at 800-866-8883. Ins- um, insult me if you want to, but believe or disbelieve what I'm about to say can save your life or, dis- or cause you to get so upset with it that you will suffer more as a result of listening to me, which I do not wish for that to happen. But in speaking truthfully and speaking from the source of truth, there you go. I mean, you're already seeing your eyes right up and say, oh, this guy's crazy. But I'm not crazy in the sense I've been on the air since 1960. So you figure out how long that is. I am not very good at math. But I am good at what I'm doing, and I love it. I love the millions of people I've helped salvage. The word is, I'm not so sure salvation is the correct word, but I think that it is. Millions of people have changed their lives because of this person sitting there who hasn't really had any, well, it, it isn't me that did it. And, I, and the reason why I'm speaking to you, and I had something else I was going to say other than this, is, is the, uh, as time went on, and my skills, if I can call it that, but let's call it that for a minute, my skills for saving, help saving people, from the morass of their misery and suffering in minutes, and then, of course, continuum into the future the same way, I mean, getting better and better instead of getting worse and worse. But it seems as though I have a power, but I've never noticed that it was. I never felt power, never looked for power, never looked for feelings, never. And I wondered, how is it that I could do that? But it's more. Now, I'm going to look at the clock. We've only got about three minutes before we start the actual program. Many of you will listen, will be hearing me just five minutes more than other people. Stations take the five-minute or six-minute beginning for advertising and the weather kind of thing. Now, I want to share something with you what I just discovered about myself after doing this 
for over 60 years on the radio and three years and three months in the Institute of Hypnosis with me dabbling in it and finding out what it really is. And lo and behold, every time you react, what I learned, instead of, instead of being a professional hypnotist, which I was, and in the military I had a lot of fun with it, as you can see, I understand how it all works, and they don't. I even got the sergeant standing back on his head, basically, before he almost went crazy trying to fix me and, and train me. But I'm not proud of that exactly, but I've born with the ability not to react to people and take in who they are and give up myself, which is most of what you do. And you, the old saying is, do unto others as you would have them to do unto you. That is Jesus and doing unto others as was done to you, is what's wrong with the whole human race. But they're coming back to my point. I'm going to share something with you absolutely startling. Hold the line. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at one 800 866 Foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Yes, good, good evening. I hope you heard the first five minutes. In case you haven't, I'm going to take it, take it on in just a few minutes. I have something important to tell you. And let me put it this way. I normally start by trying to t get people to talk about where it hurts and ask them questions. And if there's nobody calling, I spend my time explaining how hostility, anger, resentment, hurt feelings, judgment, and even forgiveness is a sin. Yes, Hitler, I mean Hitler, Jesus was he was ex, he's, he's executed in the sense that only God can forgive. And you, of course you can't judge. But he came along and, and, and began to forgive people. And, and forgiving them, they got better. They got redemption from it. And he took on the sins of the people that 
were so ill and sick and miserable. What does it mean to take on that? What does it mean to say this in the in the scriptures? I think I've I've mentioned it, expressed it in a fair way. He was able to take the sins away from the person with no en energy, with no with no effect on himself. It's almost like it dissolved. He dissolved it. That is actually a miracle. But I didn't read it in the Bible. I do remember reading it in the Bible many, many years and not fully understanding it. But I didn't know. I just sat here wondering, waiting to do the radio program with you. And the number is 800-866-8883. And I've got a book, How to Survive Your Parents. So I fiddled with the book. Just to get a start, what shall I say to the people today? And I just picked up the book, and it opened on a page. Now, you won't get the same page because it's got a different... Uh, well, it's a different book right now. It's it's a bigger book, and it, but it's the same material in it, but it will be on the same page. I can give you a chapter, The Manly Woman, but that doesn't seem to set in the way I want to say it, because here I opened the page, 144, and this is what I read. <clears throat> I'll do my best to read it. I don't like to read. I love to ad-lib everything. It's about sin. And what the Israels, Israelis did, they had a, a fascinating custom of unloading the burdens of guilt by laying their hands on a goat. A scapegoat, they call that, right? So when they had done their thing, they drove this wretched creature outside the city, cursing it, spitting on it all the way down, and stoning it to death. This was their way of transferring and transferring the sins they had acquired, again by transference. And the subject of transference is further back. In certain cultures, witch doctors have learned how to take upon themselves the malevolent spirit of a person and the symptom of the sickness and the sickness itself. Then transfer it to the body of an animal, usually a chicken, which is in turn sacrificed. Some very interesting but temporary cures are affected. But then you come to innocence and the, the sacrifice of innocence. There it is again, not horrible. I mean, really horrible, but never mind. There it is again in a, in a most dastardly way. And then the next sentence reads thus. However, in this book called How to Survive Your Parents, it doesn't seem to belong here, but it does. However, the ultimate transfer of the identity of sin and sickness takes place through the Messiah. Now, before I go and talk to you, in the Institute of Hypnosis, 
the three years I spent there, I wrote books. One of them has How Your Mind Can Keep You Well, and this was done in 1977. And I was absolutely positive I never write anything about religion. But to my happy horror, happy horror, yes, I found that I'm quoting sentences in the Bible without my realization I was doing it. So when I finished the book, I didn't know I had scripture in there. But lo and behold, page after page, there it is. Something was, uh, something was added to me while I was writing. But let me put that aside. Because let me read it again just a little bit. In the, However, I'm reading it again, if you don't mind, to have the whole thought. However, the ultimate transfer of the identity of sin that gets inside us from other people is transferred from one to another. Remember I used to say, when we come into the world, the world comes into us. In other words, in every culture, no matter what, some cultures are worse than others, deplorable. Like cannibalism, you never escape that. See, but there's variations of it, and the variations of it in America or in Israel, and this is where we begin, and hope it happens in America. I opened the book, on page 144, How to Survive Your Parents, which is available in a nicer, a nicer um, book-like, a nice polished book, and not the one I'm reading from. So I would just refer to the ultimate transfers of the sense, the identity of sin. In other words, when you, when you come into the world, you come into the world, as I've said every time, but everybody doesn't listen to me every day. When you come into the world, every child has intuition, which means intuition means tuition from within. And guess where? The God who created them from the little tiny sperm and ovum, which is a miracle in itself if you come to think of it. How does it become it? create a human being, how to create a snake or a snail or anything. The whole thing is, and it does it so completely, repeating itself over and over and over until we have generations of people, generations of creatures, everything. Everything according to itself, what it's supposed to be, service. But anyway, I'm trying to get to something here that makes people different, meaning the sin that... Tr that comes through the women and the failing of the father always. And I, meant, I did a lot of talking about that because men tend to look for women for love and they're looking back into the past because when you come into the world, no matter what, no matter what country it is, what, what language you speak, you come into the world with intuition every race and color and creed, we can see this. We, can, we have people who are intuitive and are able to survive and are easy to talk to. They're usually called Democrats, not Democrats, Republicans. Democrats are just the opposite. A curse on them all, if you don't mind me saying so, uh, except for the few that are, are more mild in their way of seeing things. 
Anyway, I'm sure you want me to finish this thought. I don't mean to drag it up. But I understood, let me say this, in my previous years after, before I was doing the radio program from 1960 and being degraded by the, by the media, so I couldn't really advance very much, but here I am, I waited. And that's another story of waiting and having infinite endurance. That is another story we shall discuss. And how we deal with things without being angry and upset. There's a certain magic to that. And so in the Institute of Hypnosis, this was the introduction of me discovering that hypnosis is trauma. All you have to do is traumatize a child, which happens when a child comes into the world, especially with a mother being too kind and too loving and causing the child to become codependent and cannot grow. Or the mother didn't want to get um, the child. She didn't want to give birth to the child. She either kill it or she rejects it and degrades it. And so does the father, taking their frustration out on the little kid. All right, we don't go away. We're going to finish this thought. But that's a hypnotic state. You take in the identity of the of, uh, the crisis of being upset as a child, passes something on to the children, and you will see, as a grown-up, you're, you're standing in their shoes. Okay, we'll be right back. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. All right, so I'm getting to my... I don't mean to... If I came out and said it what it was, you would be disturbed and you turn off the radio. So I, I did a little bit of ad-libbing and reading from my book. And now I'm going to read it from the book because I read, I read to you the way uh, people redeem themselves. You see, just a little while ago, I won't go into that right now, you've missed it, you missed it. Um, so while I was doing the, the in the hypnosis where I had people to pay me for my service, I had hundreds of people, but slowly but surely, um, and my background was different from all the others, for which reason I began to see, because I have from my childhood no hostility or resentment and the only time I ever had resentment is when I got married. <laughs> and during that period of time, a short period of time, I, since then I haven't been, and that's like 60 years ago. I've been married 60, 65 years. But there was a, a, a lady, a, I helped a lady and they got worse. They got better. When they got better, they got worse. When they got worse, they came to me and the point is I could no longer hypnotize them and make them better. They're getting worse. And then I had a little thing with them, and they get upset, and they would try to upset me. They were playing unconsciously. I was, I was play, being played with. But that woke me up. And I found myself going to the, to the drugstore where they had milkshake shakes and reading the fare on the wall. 
you know what kind of sandwiches they had. I'm saying, what am I doing that? I'm distracting myself from the resentment. Oh, that's interesting. When I woke up, but that is very simple. Uh, but it, 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 I began to realize that that was that I was no longer practicing. I was practicing hypnosis. What I'm doing, what I was doing, is slowly getting away from it, and something was leading me away from it and making me see that what I thought was a miracle was dangerous. Hitler used the mesmerism, and whatever mesmerism has something to do with emotions and creating emotions. We'll go into that if you call 800-866-8883. But he turned the whole nation into murderers and appeasers that support the murderers. Yes, that's it. and to see evil as good, England, decent people. And they, I guess that they were also decent people to some degree, but they had a war and they lost it, and there's a lot of anger, and, and, and Hitler... Uh, rode in on that. He encouraged it more to be angry. And then it became mesmeric. Mesmeric. It became that. In other words, they were all hypnotized. And there's plenty of fanfations to noises and band going and loud speeches with authority. He took the lives of everybody, so everybody saw him as a Führer. Everybody saw him as a Führer, and if you if you were emotionally angry, which he was playing with and making you angry and upset about other people, and the minute they upset, he he put himself, what well, the ugliness in himself in the whole country, and and pretty soon the only way they could live is to please the is to please the Führer. And prevent the hate that he has, putting in them in, putting what was in him, into everybody that was a German. They became an appeaser to support the work, and they became the, the army that they had to hate something. And the thing they hated most was the innocent. They saw the English people, who were decent, as evil, and they saw Hitler as good. And Hitler, the way that people looked at Hitler is in a hypnotic state. And the people would do exactly what he says for his approval. And his approval glorified the person whose identity he has. Now, he's, he's a, he's, that's the kind of savior he was. He saved them from being saved. And these things I was watching out, and I begin to see that some, some entity, some magic, when I look back, was taking me on a different path. I was beginning to talk to people and talk to them in a very special way. Apparently, I do speak that way, not thinking that it's extraordinary. And my feelings are, are not there. And that's also extraordinary. I don't have any feelings. I never had a feeling. Except when I got married, and that feeling made me make the mistake, if you don't mind me put that way. But I've, I've, you know, I've taken care of that. It's one of the things you learn as you, you grow up and you 
you start acting like everybody else just for a minute or two, just for a little while. And then it went away and I, I had I had began to understand that everybody is mesmerized and they to varying degrees, less, 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 and then nothing or more and more hell. And nobody can knows what it becomes into disease and misery and suffering. And there's um, in the in the, the um, population, there is people who I can help, and there's people I cannot who hate me. As a mixture, there's a good of every race and color and creed, which is proof that all human beings have the same God, the same messages. You see that if I was could speak a different language, all the languages, they all see the same thing. And they'd agree with it, and their problems would go away. And so you have every race and color and creed here, and those of every race and color read that love what I'm saying are affected in a way that they lose their guilt. And this is why I'm coming to something here, which I shall read. I wrote this. I didn't know I wrote it. I opened the book this evening, and this is what it said. Now, normally a person, a hypnotist, which I used to be, and a radio program person, who I still am, but I have gathered something that is anti... How can I say this? An antidote for sin. Somehow, I couldn't see it. and But I wrote this article... Here, I wrote it. And in case you didn't hear me, it's the how to survive your parents. And and there's another line underneath it on this particular one. Everything that parents should understand, how to survive your parents. If you can understand that, you, you otherwise you're standing in their shoes and you've got their identity. And then you pass it on to your own children who pass it on to their children. And therefore, you have a big, big problem growing in every country. But we won't go into that. I had to express it because i got to say what my background is. My background is hypnosis. Then my background went beyond it, meaning hypnosis, mesmerizing, that's what evil people do. They upset you. They seduce you. And then you get angry, and you feel guilty, and then you 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 kiss up to the person because you you've you've got the identity of the person inside you just by being upset with them. That's all you need, just like all Hitler even needed. That's why he was yelling and screaming, and and then at the same time, telling it that the good people remember if you if you see your, if you believe that the Fuhrer is good but you have to see him in an emotional state. And the only way you can see him is to be in an emotional state, which he kept up. And you learn more and more ways to make them emotional and angry at somebody else, but not him, because he began to... Because when you're, when you're a, a Nazi, you see, there's something about emotion that makes you see a bad person as a good person. And there's a good example for that with a drug, drug, drug pusher. You know, don't you think the drug pusher says whoopee when he sees the drug addict coming with his money and his girlfriend? 
Yes, he rises to the he rises to the case of their need, right? He rises from hell in the jungle of Brazil somewhere. He rises to the occasion because he had the ugliness and the filth inside that person as full of anxiety. And so he rises to, to make them feel better. Here's marijuana. Here is whatever the hell it is. And that's the right word. Now, having said all that, I, I think you will understand a little better now how Jesus functioned and the gift I got I didn't know I had till just now. Let me read. However, you see, I'm starting on a different paragraph. However, the ultimate transfer of the identity of sin and sickness takes place through the Messiah, the Savior of mankind. He was here in the flesh. He took upon himself the sins of his people, but without harm to himself and without the need to pass it along to man or beast. See? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? He took on the sins of people with no harm to himself. I get it. I'm standing here saying to you, I get it. Would you like to hear a little bit more of this as I see it? break for a little bit because um, the reason obviously is I need support. I can't afford this on my own. I only depend upon those of you who have become better and benefited by, by my sacrifice if that's what it is because sacrifice is what I've been all my life and on radio. I mean, I'm the oldest radio program person on the air. And I'm, I hope to go on a little bit longer so long as I have a voice. And you can give me that voice by supporting me. But I don't want to ask you, please, I don't want to say, please do this and please do that and make sure. I am. What I want from you is purity. If I help you, it's free. I don't want to put pressure on you. I just want to explain something to you. Because lots of people take what I have and I never hear from them again. And Jesus, if you don't mind me talking about that, he healed ten people, only one came back and said thank you. And I'm sure he did better than I ever did. So, in order to keep what you've got, you have to pass it on. You should. Pass it on and how you do it. Well, you can't do it, but I can. And I can because I have the gift. I'm giving you that gift, but, but you can't reach as many people as I do. As two million people, uh, I've got two million people on Facebook book looking at a subject of smoking and how easy it is to cure it. But the see is, this is my job. I love it. I love the good in human beings. I love 
you, you, there's another there's another scripture I'm going to bring into become as a little child. Unless you become one, you can no ways enter this kingdom because I want you to have intuition and start to trust what is given to you, and by but by learning not to be angry and upset. That's the keys. Otherwise, you see things differently when you're angry. And when you're angry, you feel guilty, and then you become an appeaser. And that doesn't work either. And so that's, that covers the whole waterfront right there. But you see, he took the on himself the sins of the people without harm to himself and without any need to pass it along to any man or beast like we do. We, we, we can actually take somebody's guilt and then turn it around and, and, and do unto others what was done to them, because when you take on their guilt, you take on your guilt in a very dangerous way. Somebody, somebody upsets you, but you should be man enough or pure enough not to be upset about it, and that will handle the situation as perfect as it could be, which is I'm going to be talking about. But instead of that, when you get upset by somebody, especially an innocent child, especially the mother who is a, is a big mountain of, of energy and force and false love and anger, the child loses it. And the point is, redemption waits every human being because you can't blame a baby for beginning upset with his parents or the teachers or whatever it is. There's a way back, and I'm talking about that. Yes, I must take it up again. But this time I'm not going to do the ad-libbing. I'm going to do a little bit of reading from my book. Uh, the book is How to Survive a Parents. I didn't know it was there. I just picked it up. However, since you've been listening to some degree, the ultimate transfer of identity in its purest sense takes place through a Messiah, the Savior of mankind. When he was here in the flesh, he took upon himself the sins of, the, of his people, but without harm to himself and without any need to pass it along to man or beast. You don't do to others what was done to you. He's taking what was done to others and, and with the end line, the person is suffering. He, 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 he's suffering and he wants freedom. And he, the next step is to appease and go along. No, he, Jesus doesn't ask for that. He doesn't ask for it. I'll say it again, you see. He takes the sin that was put into him by a, by a, a many people doing unto others what done to, you know, so we, what you're seeing in the world is in the beginning, you get upset, and the world gets inside you, and you and you start to do to others what was done to you, or yield to people to to keep from being angry because you don't want to judge, you don't want to get angry. 
So you try to go along to get along, but it doesn't work either. It's emboldening. And so you're stuck between the knot and the hard place. And so you never can never get rid of it. But but those two things, well, one, one or the other will give, give way every time. You go along and look for approval, look for love in all the wrong places, so on and so forth, or you become the bully. And you don't like it either way. You can see you're a bully, and you may be able to see what you're doing as a bully and doing unto others what was done to you. And you can see if you have intuition, and you, and you have it. And that's why I can talk to you. And I'll come to this conclusion in just a minute. So you, you, you can become a bully and frustrated because you don't get what you want. And then you have to hurt somebody to get what you want or to, 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 to vent on other people weaker than yourself, etc., etc. That's all it is. In various ways, it, makes, it creates all kinds of misery and suffering, diseases, etc., etc., and so, but in this case, and I was just going to say it again, Jesus was here in the flesh, and he took upon himself the sins of the people, but without harm to himself, and without any need to pass it along to any man or beast. That's not like a, 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 us, is it? That's different. He takes it, and he dissolves it, with no harm to him. Do you get that? That's the magic. That's what you must believe. That's what you can believe because I believe it. And I experienced it. I realized that just when I picked up today, this very moment, that this is what I'm doing without ever having known that I've done it. That I am. I knew I was different. But this makes it more different. And I have the privilege of being able to see that God is acting through me, even though I know it's so true, it makes it absolutely definite. Do you see this? And the reason why I can help you and save this country, there is nobody I know, and if they, they, are, if they do exist, they don't have a, the opportunity I have that you are about to give to me or have been giving to me. And if you see me in my seminars, which I don't do anymore for the time being, if I have enough people coming up here, I'll do it again. But I can't run around. I have to take care of my wife. And she's going to get better, you'll see. I, I, some very interesting things going on. But come back to the problem. Of what it is really is those who love me, and, and I know that that if you, you accept what I'm saying, it has a certain relief. But I don't feel like I've done anything. And so what I'm doing without realizing it is behaving exactly like Jesus. But that's no cleverness of myself. Neither is it cleverness of himself, what he did. I spent my whole life trying to discover the secret to help you. And to many degrees, I was able to do well by talking to you in the right way. But listen, but as time went by, and, and to this very moment, I, I didn't understand what, how that was possible. And here I am doing it without knowing that I'm doing it. Because 
it's how I help people. And when, and, and when people hate me, I have learned to, to, to extend something I have never understood. So let us assume I'm just an ordinary guy and not knowing all the things I have, but they're there. And there was a period of time that that was so. And so I've, I, my whole life, I, you couldn't touch me. I don't know why it was. It doesn't matter wherever I went, on radio and TV, I took over, and the magic was there. And, and when, when I was dealing with people who are difficult and dangerous, I mean, crazy people like on the left, who I wish I could stay on the radio or find some way to reach this nation so they can hate me if they want to, and so that you can love me or what's in me. See, it's not me. It's, I, I'm a servant. And, but, I, but as a servant, I can extend. As a servant, he gives me, he gives you to see that I am. And I never understood it quite like that. And otherwise, it's, it's braggadocious. But here this book made it very clear to me why I'm not ruffled a bit, no matter what happens. I've waited 50, more than 55 years because I knew my time was coming. And that doesn't mean death. It means I enjoyed every minute of it. I enjoyed every minute of every, everything that ever went wrong. And that was what I learned was to have no feeling, no matter what happens, for, for no matter what, how, how much harm was afflicted against me, no matter how much. I could remember a scripture. Everything happens, every bad thing happens for the best. Isn't it saying it that way? Everything bad happens for good, yes. There it is. Every bad happens for good. You need the bad to prove the good and to become strong in your relationship with God and never allowing yourself to be lost by emotion. In other words, I do not have emotion. And I didn't know I hadn't, didn't have emotion. I, th I didn't know, I, I knew about emotion. Uh, I, I used emotion to hypnotize the people or mesmerize it in my early years of, it, of experimentation, which was kind of fun, in a manner of speaking, especially in the military, if you see what I mean. But the, uh, just mark, jump forward here, back with me again. If I'm right, I can just speak to you the way I have. And so if you see where I'm coming from, and I say to you, just get up, just realize that irritation is the problem that you have. That is the bottom of the truth. That is the ultimate. In other words, everything that's wrong with you has taken you away from that which I just spoke about, which you, which you could have had for the rest of your life, which I got from the beginning of the life because nothing took it away. The household I lived in wasn't up to taking it away. Where mostly people are ignorant. When you, I don't mean, mean that rude, but going to church doesn't do it. 
Okay. You see, and being a, being a, pretending to be a nice person when you have trouble and you put a nice face on that doesn't do it either. It doesn't do it when you want to love people. You really want to get something from them, something back. Or if you don't want anything back, you sacrifice yourself and you you take give everybody give them a shirt off your back, but you get skinnier and skinnier and skinnier and nothing, and you die never having really understood but but pretending to be something that I just mentioned. No, it doesn't make me less of a person. I don't have to give energy away. There's a kind of energy that displaces gravity, uh, not gravity, because that's my physics. There's a kind of energy that runs through an individual such as myself, as I see. I'm, a, I'm learning, don't worry, I'm learning. As, I mean, and my intuition has got to this point where I see it. Uh, I'm not pu puffing up. I just open this book and says, that's it. That's the reason why they can't get me. That's your him. You're him. I can take all the, the, the crap. Excuse me. Excuse me, Jesus. I didn't mean to do that. I can take all the crap and all the t trials and tribulations and experience them and really experience things that are awful, painful, everything, and not be upset, not be disturbed, and come out better than I was before. You understand that? 800-866-8883. you mind if I read it just a little bit more? Can I just read it one more time in case you miss it? And this is a book called How to Survive Your Parents. Every parent should read. That was the next generation to this one. And it's called How to Survive Your Parents. I do recommend it, but I opened this just just to see what was in it, and it was here it was. I don't like to read my own books, you see, but it just smashed me in the face. You see, you're so... So here we go, then. We're speaking about that the victim's sin was completely dissolved in the divine fire his purity while being the devotee received the innocence in exchange for faith in him. Remember the underlying principle, which is that there's always an identity exchange in the identification of good or evil. So when, when you have, if I can stop here for a minute, it means that if you react to your parents, you react to the school teachers and the kids in the school, and 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 you've been demoralized, experienced injustice, and angry with it. That is the has taken you away from God, and then you need all kinds of tri trials and tribulations to hope. Hopefully, you could get you can fix it. You drink, you smoke, you drug, you screw. Excuse the expression, and you're looking for feelings. And it's not in the feelings. And you're looking for love in all the wrong places. In the, se the secret is the kingdom of heaven is within you. It's a realm. And there's two realms. A dark one and a bright one. My name is Ray Masters. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883.
Okay, now remember this. I'm reading again. Remember the underlying principle, which is that there's always an identity exchange, a crisis, meaning every time somebody upsets you, instead of dealing with it the way I described, you take on more of what's wrong with you. You don't get any better. You either extend what's wrong with you into another person, doing unto others what was done to you, and therefore they, they get an exchange that they take on the identity of you. And that relieves you of the frustration as you let it go on your scapegoat, the person that's weaker than yourself. There it is right there. And so everybody who has anger has a way of burying it because the horror of doing unto your children what your husband does to you is unbearable, so you bury it and you smile, and you do the best you can, but it, it's still not good. And the children know it, and you're too kind, and then that's, not, that's love. That doesn't cure anything. It's human love. It's not godly love. See, so, so remember the underlying principle, which is there's always an identity crisis exchange in the identifying of good or evil. And those Jesus, by his by his antidote, his antidote energy field, which he doesn't feel coming through him, but the person who is receiving the bad one feels uncomfortable and hates you, but you don't have back because he, 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 he cannot go through the, the space between you, him and you, and deliver the cruelty that he does to other people. You, you have an antidote to, to, to have an antidote, as Jesus has an antidote to, to cruelty, so he can feel the pain, pain but not do the, not be hurt. He, the, the physical pain you can hurt, it feels, but the resentment doesn't, doesn't, doesn't rise up. Because he knows not what they do. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Do you see it? Do you see here that there's, an, there's another kind of energy that can absorb the cruelty of another person and not hurt you? It dissolves in it, and in that dissolving it, you're playing the role of what you're meant to be. And Jesus did it no matter how hard, cruel people were. Oh, the program number is 8962. Would you remember that? Yeah, six, oh, excuse me, 8960. Eight nine six. If you want a copy of this, you can also listen. Go to my website fhu.com and listen to it again because it, we have refeeds, and you can share it, and you can get a copy of this too if you want to. I think it was fair to middling, but I was maybe. But the thing is, we. If it is, let me leave. Can I read a few more words here? His purity while the, dev the, the devotee received innocence 
in exchange for the faith in him. Remember the underlying principle, which is that there is always an exchange of identity in, that, in identifying with good or evil. In other words, if you recognize the good in me, if I'm not the good one, I'm loyal to my creator. I have no emotion. He took it away. He gave me something else. Is forgiveness because I've been forgiven. I've been redeemed. And so in that redeemed, I'm not functioning like an animal with emotion. You have to be a monkey. You, you become, somebody will make a monkey out of you. You've heard of that before. It means that they do make a monkey out of you. But a monkey likes more, likes to play with you with emotion. But emotion will make a monkey out of you in a manner of speaking if there's some way I can say that. That's what's wrong with you and nothing else. So when the, when the people speak, spoke to Egypt, no, almost, excuse me, forgive me, just a, a slip of my tongue. When, when people saw Jesus and they, and they asked him to take his, his sickness away, he was doing it. And if you loved him, if you loved what came through him, then all your sins will be gone. And I, or whoever is going to be after me, like myself, those sins are dissolved in him. At the same time, there's love there. There's forgiveness there. That's what it really is without words, isn't it? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I think I've made my point. I have a few things to say in that same paragraph. Don't look for it. You'll come across, and, and maybe you can save the lives of your children by playing the role I'm playing with you. I'm just an ordinary person, and very ordinary, but I don't let anything bother me. I waited 50, 55 years, and I got, went through a lot of trials and tribulations, especially the media. As you know, the media did this to me to make sure that you never heard me. And even the Christian ministers made sure they had their jungle drums keep away from Roy Masters. I'm all right with that. But now it seems to be different. And I'm inviting you to Sunday morning's conversations. On, on, and, and so it's live on Sunday morning at 9 o'clock our time on West Coast time. And I would do about an hour and a half, maybe two. And last, the, the, first, the second time we did it, the first time we made a mess of it, the, first time, the second time we did it, I got the hang of it. And we have 58,000 people watching and waiting, apparently, for next Sunday, 9 o'clock our time. Please support the program, would you? Now, I don't want you to run right now. Do it. If it helps you, if you just turn the dial and you've listened and you said, that's simple. All I have to do is look at my own thoughts and see how angry that is and stand back and look at it. It goes away. And again, it goes away. And you begin to realize that a person who is mean and cruel to you is infected 
is infected from his childhood. He wasn't born that way. He has the potential of redemption. Do you see that? And you're it. Now, there are some people who are not like that. They hate you. But that doesn't bother you because when they try to upset you, you're not upset. And they get upset trying to upset you and you make them worse. And, or you make them better. But it's none of my business who it is I make better. I don't know that. I don't know who gets better and who gets worse. You see where I'm going with this? I don't have to decide anything. All I have to do is keep my cool if you see the point. And that is a gift you don't you want and you never want to give it up. And you can give it up tonight. Do you trust what I just said? Do you see that I'm ad-libbing, even though I did a little read, reading for my, from the book? But do you see that I'm coming from a decent place? That's all. And you've never heard this kind of thing before, but recognize the truth of it? All I need to do is believe this man. That's it. You don't have to study. You don't. You don't have to buy any books. Okay, you don't have, be nice if you, to, you learn to sit quietly and meditate, and that's free. It doesn't cost anything. It only takes seven minutes to sit quietly and be still, and then you'll know it, if you don't know it now. But you'll, you, it, you will see when you do the meditation, which is no cost. Seven-minute meditation, that's it. Seven minutes. Go to my website, get a copy and just put it on your iPhone and see what happens. You don't have to talk to God. You only have to be still. You have, the mind has to be still. And the way you could be still is following the instructions I'm going to give you. That's all. But right now, it's already happening. You are getting better. Your sickness is going to go away. I promise you. It's like magic but I cannot explain it. There's an energy that comes which I cannot feel. The redemption comes, and I can't feel it. All I can say is redemption awaits you, but I can't tell you what it is. Only you can sense it. Only I can say it. Thank you very much, my fellow Americans. Thank you. God bless you. Post Office Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon. Nine seven five two eight. One more. If you would like to get hold of my, my office and, and go through all my all my stuff and and, and join up, I think it's, I think it's twelve dollars a month or something. You can get through everything I have. One of these days, very soon. I'm going to leave this as a legacy to everybody on earth. And I know those who are good and, and are able to afford it will support it because there will be everybody who cannot afford it enjoying it because of your graciousness and I'm not there. But he's there in you. God bless you. Thank you.